Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Thursday, first game of the year, Amazon Prime. Got the Vikings against the Eagles tonight. A couple things as we start the second year of this Amazon scenario with the streaming uh, for game two. Get used to it. There's going to be games there, of course, later in the year that are going to be somewhat important. Is flexibility. Uh, the NFL uh, on a close vote, I think probably strong-armed by Roger, uh, got the flex schedule in play for those Thursday games later in the season. Uh, presumably, presumably, that also might mean the Thursday after uh, uh, Thanksgiving, although I don't think they would flex Jets-Dolphins, no matter how bad the Jets were, but uh, I, I guess that is possible in play. And then, of course, um, you know, the next three or four games after that, they could flex too. Michaels and Herbstreet have the ball game tonight. Uh, I like Herbstreet doing the games. I, I really do. Uh, you know the thing I like about Herbstreet? And it's weird. He talks a lot, but it doesn't feel like he talks a lot. You know, Collinsworth... You know, he may not talk as much, but it's you feel like he talks a ton. Uh, while Herb Street, a little different kind of delivery, a little more soft-spoken. He doesn't come at you nonstop, play after play, quarter after quarter, drive after drive. It just feels a little easier on his senses than some of the other guys. Uh, but uh, he got the game tonight. Michaels doesn't quit. He's still going to hang in there. Al wants to work. That's the bottom line with him. I guess later on in the year, he'll do maybe an NBC game or two. Uh, come postseason. They did a postseason game last year, didn't they? Uh, in the postseason, I believe the Amazon crew did a postseason game with NBC having an extra game or so. Uh, but regardless, the Vikings tonight will be in Philly as Amazon uh, begins year two. Listen, do I love it? No. Uh, the picture isn't always, isn't always as good, no question about that. There's more pregame and postgame and halftime than you can check a stick at. You can't channel surf very well because you got to go off that to your regular whatever you might use, me, Direct TV, to find what you want to watch. So it's not like you can go from Amazon Prime to, uh, you know, Dodgers Mariners. You can't do that. You got to flick it on, do this, do that. It's a pain in the ass, to make a long story short, especially for folks like me who are not gadget oriented. But, uh, you know, you can do it, but it's just annoying. And again, uh, uh, the streaming thing is an, an unbelievably high quality. It wasn't a problem on Sunday with YouTube. Uh, at times last year, it was a little problematic with uh, Amazon. But tonight, of course, uh, we will get ready. I think Herb Street, I forget what game they did. Uh, Al did the game in Jacksonville with the Titans. No, I'm sorry. He did the game in Jacksonville with the Chargers with Dungy, and we got all over Dungy. Maybe Herbstreet didn't do a playoff game, and Dungy did. Anyway, we, yeah, I, th I think that is correct. Herbstreet's on ABC, ESPN, so he would not do an NBC playoff game. They put Dungy in there with Michaels, and he did do the Jacksonville hosting San Diego playoff game with Chargers last year. Anyway, uh, the game tonight, Minnesota and Philly, first of many on the Thursday night package. Uh, I got a look. Let's take a look. Uh, before I sort of analyze the Eagles, uh, let me look at the Thursday night lineup uh, for the foreseeable future and see where they stand as far as good ball games are concerned. Right? You know they got the game this week. Last week the game was on NBC. Uh, next Thursday night, it's Giants at San Francisco. Okay. Uh, the following Thursday on the 28th is a good game. Detroit at Green Bay. 
Uh, and then it gets a little sloppy. Bears at Washington, no thank you. Denver at Kansas City, Denver never wins there, no thank you. Jacksonville at New Orleans, all right. Tampa at Buffalo, that's a wrong place to put Mayfield. That's late October. Uh, December, uh, November 2nd, it's Tennessee at Pittsburgh. The 9th, it's Carolina at Chicago. That game stinks. Cincinnati at Baltimore is a good game on the 16th. Uh, they don't have a game on, uh, uh, they do. They got the Jet game against Miami. That's the day after Thanksgiving. That game is on prime. Uh, Seattle at Dallas on the 30th, not terrible. Uh, New England at Pittsburgh on December 7th, maybe decent. Chargers at Vegas on, you know, they don't have a bad schedule on the 14th. Saints and Rams on the 21st. And their last one is Jets Cleveland. So, you know, maybe not as bad as I originally thought. Uh, but, uh, you know, listen, tonight we begin with Minnesota. They played last year in this spot. I believe it was the first, uh, it was an early Monday night game. And it wasn't on Prime. It may have been the second Monday night game of the year. Let me take a look at that. When these two teams played last year in Philadelphia. And I believe it may have been a Monday night game. Let's take a look. Uh, yes, it was. And Philadelphia won going away 24-7. It was on the 19th of September. So essentially a year to the day that these two teams are going at it again. Minnesota had a... Bad loss against Tampa. Blew a lead at the half. Did not do anything on their last two possessions. Vikings last year were 11-0 in one-score games. They won 13 on the year. Caught up to them against the Giants in the postseason where they were uh, knocked off by New York. And obviously, uh, you know, Cousins on the last play of the game, theoretically, uh, threw, you know, like third and 20, threw a five-yard pass to Hawkinson, uh, which was one of the dumbest plays. It wasn't third and 20, whatever it was. Third and long, fourth and long. And he threw a little pass to his tight end, about 10 yards shy. I'm not sure if he addressed that in the Netflix quarterback thing, that show that I couldn't stand. Uh, but uh, I didn't watch. Yeah, I couldn't stand with it. I couldn't stand with it long enough. Uh, but the Vikings last year were sort of a little bit of a paper tiger. You know, the record would indicate much better uh, than they really were. Uh, again, losing a home game to the Giants, who then went out to Philadelphia and lost 38-7 in the postseason, tells you that the uh, Vikings. Uh, and the Giants, for that matter, were a long way away from being in one of the upper echelon scenarios there as far as the NFC is concerned. Minnesota now goes into Philly again, and Minnesota needs to play a halfway decent game uh, and be very competitive to get restored some, to get a little confidence back. And if they lost, if they played real well tonight, you might be able to live with it. I mean, this division might be better than you think. You know, Detroit won in Kansas City. Green Bay won easily in Chicago. Minnesota will play the Chargers next at Carolina, Kansas City, at Chicago, and then San Francisco uh, in the next six games. And then they will have a two-game. Then they play three out of four on the road at Green Bay, at Atlanta, Saints, at Denver, Bears on a Monday night. And that will take you into their last five games of the year. So although the Vikings schedule isn't impossible, I mean, a Charger game next week will not be easy. Kansas City and San Francisco both coming to Minnesota. Uh, those are hard games to win. If Minnesota wants to sort of be a team that could be right there at the end the NFC North, this is the sort of game they're going to have to steal uh, this kind of opponent. I mean, you know, they're playing, the, you know, that's not easy when you're playing Kansas City, you're playing San Francisco and Philadelphia, three of the final fours from a year ago, two uh, of the teams that were in the Super Bowl. So the Vikings here, uh, you know, need to get a little confidence going and show you that they're halfway decent. We know the receiver's great in Jefferson. They got the other kid too, Addison. Everybody loves, you know, Cousins is sort of 
the little guy with the curls. Some days you love him, some days you don't. Played last year a poor game in Philadelphia in that 24-7 loss uh, at the uh, at the, the link. So we shall see tonight uh, for the Vikings. Meanwhile, the Eagles, I mean, listen, uh, a bad performance, at least for them. They had one good drive against the Patriots. They had some turnovers, which they took advantage of, including that long interception return by Slay. Uh, but they had to hang on for dear life with the Patriots twice with the football late, uh, only down by the one score. And matter of fact, on their last drive, all the, all the way down to the Philadelphia 19, Eagles couldn't put the game away with any first downs late either. Uh, so, I mean, listen, I don't go crazy, uh, but, uh, you know, you want to keep an eye on Philadelphia on a week-to-week basis. I mean, especially with Dallas looking to be a team right now that is going to challenge to win the division. Uh, the Eagles' schedule, uh, as we have discussed uh, a lot in the last six weeks, is very, very difficult once they get by these first four or five games. Now, the schedule got a little easier based on a Rodgers injury because they do play the Jets on the road and obviously a little easier when it's Wilson compared to Rodgers. So, uh, and the Giants look horrendous, and they play them two of the last three games of the year. But, uh, you know, the, the Eagles are a team that, uh, you know, I've, I got to see Hurts do it again. I know a lot of people think Hurts is a superstar quarterback. I don't think that. I got to see it again myself as far as Hurts is concerned on that level. Uh, I will not say that Hurts is a superstar after one year. Uh, I know last year was wonderful, did a tremendous job, and uh, he's got a lot of character. He showed that when he was an Alabama player, when he you know, sat on the bench, lost his job to Tua, sat there all year. Tua hurt his ankle against Georgia in a conference SEC championship game, and they put Hurts in, and Hurts won the game. That was an incredible job by Hurts, who sat there and didn't say boo. Uh, you know, watch Tua, who had taken his job. Obviously, the year before, he made the big plays in the second half against Georgia to win the title. The big pass to Devontae Smith. But regardless of that, I mean, Hurts had to sit there uh, didn't get a chance to play. And then, of course, uh, injury for Tua. He goes in there in that, uh, you know, second half it was, and he played really, really well. So uh, from that, and he won the game for him. So, I mean, he's got tremendous character, did a good job at Oklahoma. Uh, good story in sports illustrated on Hertz, which was on uh, the football cover uh, this year. Uh, you know, he seems like, you know, he's a very serious guy, brought up well, got a, you know, his father's a coach. I mean, he's... Uh, you know, he's, he, and he's, he's no nonsense. You know, he doesn't get wrapped up in his personality. He doesn't make, uh, he doesn't try to be somebody he isn't. He doesn't play Mr. Celebrity, you know, that kind of thing. And obviously, he's had success. He got to the Final Four at Oklahoma and obviously won a championship, then lost his job, and then came back to bail out two another time. So he had a hell of a career at Alabama last year. He played very well in that Super Bowl. He would have gotten the ball back late in the game. He had a chance. Terrible call, of course, uh, giving the Chiefs the first down and then the game-winning field goal. Hated the call, uh, which obviously won the game for Kansas City, and Hurts never got the football back in his hands on that last drive. And, uh, you know, if that penalty wasn't called on third down, he would have, down by three, and that would have been what you wanted to see. But he played real well in that game, actually better. Uh, than uh, Mahomes did. Uh, you know, he had to fumble for the touchdown, but other than that, he played a hell of a game. So, But I got to see it again this year. I mean, I, you know, two years ago, he was average at best. They gave him the huge contract off last year's performance. They had no choice. They had to. Uh, I know sometimes you got to you keep your fingers crossed and hope that uh, last year is the real deal. 
And, uh, you know, not something that a uh, little comment in the night. And I think, you know, listen, I, I think he's good. I'm not sure if he's as good as he showed last year. I got to see more again. Uh, you know, I always thought he was a, you know, a good college quarterback and, you know, could beat you with his wheels as well as uh, more so than throwing. Uh, you know, last year he did a little bit of both. The Patriots stopped him cold last Sunday, despite the fact that they won the game. So, uh, you know, I, I think this is an interesting year for him. And again, they have no offensive and defensive new coordinators from that standpoint. So you got to keep that in mind, too. Running backs a little different. Gainwell's hurt tonight. Obviously, Sanders went to Carolina, so that's different. That crowd would be a little impatient. I think that crowd last year and the Philly fan base really thought there was no question about it that they were going to beat the Chiefs. Uh, and they were very confident. Those Philly fans, I was there in Phoenix. I saw them when they popped in there on that weekend. They were, on, and I deal with them here all the time, they were so confident that they were going to beat Kansas City. Uh, and I think that loss you know, they played well in the game, and, uh, you know, Hurts played well in the game, and there really wasn't a GOAT. The defense was terrible. It was a bad field. Everybody slipped sliding away, and, of course, uh, you know, they had the call there at the end, which they can scream about the Philadelphia fans. So there wasn't that, um, you know, that GOAT from a Philadelphia perspective. It's hard to blame a whole unit. And that defense was terrible in the game. Uh, so the, it wasn't anybody individually that the Eagle fan could kill. But I think there's a little trepidation from an Eagle fan perspective. Can Hurts do it again? Dallas now is, uh, you know, going to be a force, uh, you know. Uh, and I mean, again, folks, that is very, very significant who wins that division. Because if you win the division, uh, you know, you're probably going to get at least a buy. Well, you know, you may not get a buy because there's only one team. But if you win the division, you could be the one seed with the bye, then you could be a two seed. But, you know, you win the division, you get at least one home game, maybe a couple, and you might get a bye along with it. And if you don't win the division, you don't get a, your, your chances are you won't get a home game. And then you're going to probably have to beat both San Francisco and Philadelphia to get to a Super Bowl. That's what Dallas had to do last year. And although they got by the wild card game in Tampa, you know, winning at San Francisco, if they would have done that, they would have had to also go out there in Philadelphia and beat the Eagles, which wouldn't have been easy. So there's a huge deal. San Francisco. Francisco doesn't have to worry about that so much because, you know, if San Francisco, and now listen, they might have to beat two, but they're going to get one of them at home. Uh, you know, if you finish fifth in the NFC East, you got to win two and most likely both on a road. That is asking an awful lot to do that. So the race in the NFC East between Dallas and Philadelphia this year is going to be very, very significant. Now, let's take a look uh, at when these two teams play, because uh, those are going to be highlight games. I know they're later in the year. Dallas will play at Philly on November 5th. That's their last game for the Eagles before they abide. That's one, two, four, six. That's their ninth game of the year. So essentially they play Dallas right at the halfway point. Then they have their bye, and then they go to Dallas on Sunday night on December 10th. So they play Dallas twice in a month, and that's that stretch for the Eagles, which is very, very tricky. Uh, if you look at it, they play uh, you know, at the Jets, Miami, at Washington, Dallas, by at Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, at Dallas, and at Seattle. I mean, that is very, very difficult in that stretch. Their last three games aren't terrible. Giants twice in Seattle and uh, Arizona. Uh, maybe easy, but uh, that stretch there will be dicey. So the Eagles tonight, I think storyline for them is can they play better in a win and be more impressive? Make you feel good about their team. 
uh, compared to last week. And the story for Minnesota tonight is, you know, they better be careful in this division. You know, they're going up against market correction anyway, trying to win all these close games, something which they did last year, and they already lost one of these close games last week. So that's number one. Number two, they went into Philadelphia last year and got killed. Uh, so we'll see uh, the Vikings, you know, always have a history of being a soft team. Their last two trips into Philly have been awful. They got destroyed in the NFC Championship game. You remember that about four or five years ago when Philadelphia won the title. And that was after they beat the Saints. And last year on a Monday night with Buck and Aikman, not a good performance. So we'll see how Minnesota handles it tonight. Al and Herb Street, football on a Thursday. I like the football on a Thursday night. A lot of people don't. Uh, to me, it makes the week go a little quicker when you know you got a game on Monday night. Uh, you only got to handle two days of no football. Then you got a game on Thursday night. Friday's never a problem. Saturday, you got college. Sunday, you got games. And then Monday, you got the Monday night game again. So I actually like the Thursday night. I know a lot of people don't. They think the NFL, you know, biting too much the apple, which I understand. Uh, you know, they takes away from the specialty of the Sunday slate. I also understand. But, uh, you know, tonight, for instance, what are you going to watch? Are you going to watch Giants-Rockies? I mean, you know, not a lot. So you sit there and you can get into this and you see Al uh, still hanging around with Herb Street. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe to Day wherever you stream your podcasts.